Well, hello there, everybody. This is The Water Trio, and we're coming to you today with your Christmas installment. So um, myself, Cassandra Tyndall, Kelly Surtees, and Alicia Sheikh Yusuf are all here together to bring you all the Christmas joy for the week ahead. So we're going to be covering <laughs> covering some uh, aspects um, and uh, give you a bit of a heads up on what you can expect in this week ahead. So, Alicia, what are your thoughts on this week so far? Well, there's, it's kind of a quiet week with aspects-wise. Um, one of the things that I'm really loving is the fact that the moon's going to be in Leo on Christmas Day, um, talking about Christmas aspects. So it's like that perfect party energy, like just a nice, fiery, passionate, um, warm, generous, celebratory energy. It like fits Christmas like a, like a glove. So, it does, yeah. Um, so it'd be good. That beautiful just, generosity uh, of Leo sort of carrying yes. that Jupiter flavor through. Yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. we got it. Yeah. I think I agree with you girls. And I also want to then step into the devil's advocate role, which is not <laughs> usually a role that I ever play. So this is really unfamiliar for me. <laughs> Come on, hit us with it, Kel. I'm just going to give it a shot. But, um, yes, Venus in Leo. So, you know, if you're thinking about gifts for someone Oh, the moon special, in Leo, you, you mean? Know, sorry, I beg your pardon, moon in Leo. I beg your pardon. I'm thinking the, the reason I was playing devil's advocate is we will get a bit of a square vibe from the moon in Leo to Venus in Scorpio. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't think that aspect kicks in until the 26th mm-hmm. or Boxing Day. So it's, it's sort of technically after. But it's just a little bit of... You may not like your present. Is that what you're trying to tell us, Kel? Yeah, whether you you, (laughs) you don't like your present or whether you have the credit card problem, whether you have a difference of opinion with someone, you know, there's just a little bit of that friction when the moon squares Venus Mm. about, you know, sometimes it's the abundance of choice. Do I do this? Do I do that? I just can't do it all at once. Mm. So... But I do think like Venus in Leo on the 25th on Christmas Day for people celebrating, you know, splurge a little bit on those luxury items. But yeah, just keep an eye on the credit card bill maybe with that square coming up to Venus in Scorpio. Yeah, because it will have that lovely trine to Jupiter in Sag, you know, on Christmas Day. So that mag- you know, yeah. magnifies the the generous spirit that Christmas really is all about um, and just that want to be with people and, and celebrating and being with loved ones, you know, um, and letting everybody be the centre of attention, I guess. You know, it's it's more than a birthday party. So I guess everybody gets to shine in their own right on Christmas Day. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. And then the other aspect that I'm looking at at the start of this week, so we're doing December 24th to December 30th for today's show. Is that That's, that's what, what we're looking, looking at, at right? yep. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas so, week. I mean, the... The Christmas week, Monday the 24th, I think it'll be Tuesday the 25th in Australia, there's a Mercury Square Neptune aspect happening Mm. and that is such a dazed and confused vibe that it's perfect for being off the clock, away from your email, not making decisions. Like I could certainly see the drinks flowing quite easily or people feeling like they really just want to shut down, tech detox, you know, get offline, just really have that escape, recharge let the mind kind of like unravel a bit in where you don't have to do all those details. Cause obviously Mercury Neptune 
is more you know inspired rather than detailed totally and it really just feeds into that just relaxing kicking back and (coughs) i know this is the 24th 25th but you know the whole mercury neptune thing for me it's just so uh boxing day test match you know just having those (laughs) those soothing sounds in the background of the cricket commentary and i know if you're listening in the states you're going to have no idea of what i'm talking about but (laughs) it's very australian thing the cricket uh the boxing day cricket test match and um i know my traditional christmases over the years uh, the whole Christmas slash Boxing Day celebrations are basically structured around the cricket on cricket. The, the, the 26th. So it's a, yep, the sounds yep, of summer yep. if you're an, yep. an Australian. I was just, yeah, I was like, yep. it's the sound of yeah. summer. That was on the tip of my tongue. Yep. It's Because that's the difference, I guess, you know, Australia versus Canada and the States is, you know, in Australia, it's, it's the kickoff of the summer it's holiday. True. Like yep. it's Chris, the, the Christmas week shutdown represents the start of, you know, a long holiday break for many people. Um, in Canada and the States, you know, there's a quicker turnaround back to work. Yeah. You know, I was a bit shocked when I first came here. I was like, people are back at work on December 27th? What, what the hell? What's yeah. going on here, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, but I think it's Mercury, Neptune, yeah, 24th, 25th, 26th. I think it's because there's no other major aspects the middle of that week. So it is just going to give this lovely zone out go with the flow put the cricket on go to the beach uh and we'll be playing board games for sure and that also does see mercury uh coming out of its station degree too so it's got that last hit of neptune so it could also be the return of some conversations that weren't quite clear or weren't Mm. quite sorted out um when mercury and neptune last came together um and just checking when that was, that would have been early, that would have been on the station around the 15th of um, October, uh, sorry, November. So mm. it's kind of like yeah. all of these things. I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes about how plans are just speed so up in the air, constantly changing, logistics almost impossible to nut down. And now it's like, hey, Christmas is here. Whatever it is, it's now here and we're doing it and we're winging it and we're doing all of those things. So those bits and pieces, you know, even if it's not about whatever the Christmas week holds for you, it might be a little bit more chart topic specific as well. You know, despite what's happening in on the calendar, what's happening in your chart and in your life, there might be those uh, return themes around that Mm. 13 degree um, Sagittarius uh, and Pisces might be coming back uh, and getting that yeah. sort of second bite of the logistical apple potentially around there too. And it's also not a great day to be doing your last minute Christmas shopping. So I will say to people, <laughs> in, get everything done beforehand so that, you know, I love how this energy is on Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve is a Monday. So it's like we can actually enjoy Christmas Eve. It's not, you know, it's it's like we've been given the bonus of an extra extra day holiday with this because I know a lot of people finish up finished up on Friday. So it's a great day to just kind of be wrapping the presents. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, sipping eggnog, singing carols rather than, you know, running around trying to do the last minute shopping cray cray so yeah yeah it'll be a budget blowout if you do have to go anywhere near the shops uh 
And I do think, because the Mercury-Neptune is like, I just want to take a load off mentally. Yeah. So keeping your schedule kind of easy, going with the flow, not trying to rush from six different events. You know, you do want a little bit of a, a fluid, flexible kind of plan. And I think that rings true for Monday, Tuesday, because that aspect will sort of, you know, carry over yep. to the next and for us well. like our family tradition is actually got yeah. to go to the beach on christmas morning so there will definitely be an ocean swim to enjoy that that lovely water under so definitely an option for those here in australia too yes for sure and so there's a lot happening uh at the start of the week and then what do you guys think about what's coming up for the weekend well, I just wanted to, before we get to the weekend, so looking at the Thursday, there is the Mars in Pisces making a trine aspect to the North Node. So um, this is definitely kind of like a prelude to Mars's entrance into Aries. And so maybe this will be just that little bit of, okay, what are my goals moving forward? You know, that Christmas week the week between christmas new year is always that kind of vague space in between things and funnily enough often the astrological aspects in that week are usually quite minimal we don't have a lot going on astrologically then so this might be your okay uh, we're talking water here so maybe feeling what is it that resonates for me what is it that i want maybe on that little bit of a soul level or where the north node uh, piece where do i want to grow where do i want that push forward and that beautiful trine between mars and the north node can help maybe open up that flow of opportunity that you know mars will then carry into aries in the new year and we can push forward with that what are your thoughts on it yeah look i I guess I'm thinking Mars at the end of Pisces is, you know, it's at the very end of it the zodiac. Is. And I think it's really interesting that it's at the end of um, the calendar year. Um, and so it really feels like um, it's time to kind of come to the end of something. Like there's this lovely resonance there about, you know, this is the end of this road. Mars cycles tend to be about two years long. So, you know, it's been two years since, approximately two years since we've had Mars in Aries. And Aries is the start of the zodiac. It's that sign that loves to take action and get things done. And it's really interesting, the resonance of Mars basically moving into Aries on the 31st of December, 1st of January, just depending on exactly where you are. So I, I don't know, like, it's sort of a, a vibe about foreshadowing or previewing the future, but really you know, recognizing we are at the end of something yeah. and then <clears throat> taking time to mark the closing. Like I think the year in review stuff this year is going to be really important. And it's really like the last two years in review and then thinking about what is my next two year kind of project or challenge. Exactly. As Mars moves into and I think that is that also, beautiful. So we've got this lag thing happening. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful way to kind of just like pause and reflect and then kind of go yes. gangbusters into whatever it is that you mm. want for 19 or uh, 219. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And also, you know, I'm just remembering that there is a fixed star right at the end of Pisces there. Um, and I can never say it properly because it always comes I, out the way I don't want it to say yeah. it. Yeah. Kel, how do you say she it? At. She at. She at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, shite. But, I mean, if, you know, we, we've given our disclaimer, you know, yeah. adult women having an adult <laughs> conversation, there will be adult language. It's coming up now. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was taught about this star, I was like, yeah, it's she at, but really it's shit, you know. So, <laughs> and that's right this- on New Year's Eve, you know. So I, I feel right. like it, there is that possibility for plans to go haywire, you know. Um, this is really like got you running around like a headless chicken, this kind of energy, um, not really getting things grounded. And, and so I feel like maybe know that your New Year's plans may get thrown in the air or if you're out there, there is a bit of chaos that's going to happen. So just be prepared for it. Um, you know, I'm just wondering, it's kind of cool in a way because the fireworks and going to big events like you have here in Australia, often fireworks on the beach or by the water, but in, in large crowds, it may be overwhelming. So just to be kind of careful of the energy that can come around on New Year's Eve from that. What would you guys say about it? Um, well, I do have some thoughts about New Year's Eve, but I'm going to save them for the next episode. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. I know. 30. But the, the, the Mars Shiat energy, <laughs> I know you're so excited about the, the possible issues, but it, you, I think we're going to feel it from about the 27th, 28th okay. of December, just as Mars gets through these last few degrees mm. of Pisces. Um, and that's why I think like just sort of the laying low, the review is really good. Yeah. Cool. cool. And then we've got on the 29th is Venus sextile Pluto. Yes. Okay, Kel. So that'll be the 28th for people in Canada and the States. Uh, but the, yeah, this is my pick of the, this is my aspect pick of the week, basically, because I think this is really juicy. Venus in Scorpio, sextile Pluto in Capricorn. I like Scorpio Capricorn blends because I think they're really strategic. They're really sharp. They kind of see things for what they are. Nobody's pulling the wool over anybody's eyes with Venus sextile Pluto here. It's getting, getting to the core of something, going deeper, seeing the truth. But it's a Venus Pluto sextile. There's this sort of collaboration or this willingness to go deeper with a person whether it's a friend a lover a business associate it's like let's collaborate let's be honest and let's see what kind of potential we can unlock and it's what do you guys think about this though because i'm I'm totally like and what i like about it so we've been in this venus neptune uh connection recently which might be a little bit sort of vague or potentially lustful or hopeful now it's okay we know what we're really dealing with now Um, let's put a little bit of effort into it. Let's kind of work out what's really going on. And it's more about the commitment. You know, Venus and Neptune, uh, sorry, Venus and Pluto is that sort of real committed, solid vibe, but not not in denial of maybe some of the underbellies in the personality dynamics or a little bit of the underbelly in the situation. We're aware of what it is and we're going to support each other through it rather than the rose-colored glasses scenario. So it's got that kind of, it's a little bit confronting. It's a little bit maybe uncomfortable if you do like the more like maybe Libra style of relating. But, uh, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is what it is and let's support each other and push through it. And that's the thing with the sextile. Yeah, it is a positive um, aspect, but it does require work. 
it's not one that yes. is just kind of you know it does require that effort and I think sometimes that gets a little bit lost in the interpretation of a sextile it's just seen as favorable or benefic or whatever so it's okay but it's like okay well a carrot is here but you've got to do the work to take that bite from it it's not just <clears throat> you know a silver platter type of aspect mm. Yeah, because you do have an earth sign and uh, sorry, yeah, an earth sign and a water sign there, so they do kind of understand each other, but there has to be that work to get to do it. And for me, what this aspect really means is uh, knowing that relationships take work. It's like you know that Cinderella happy ending is never the end of the story, um, because then what happens when Cinderella and Prince Charming get together? They've got to learn to know each other. They've got to get each other. You know, it takes understanding and forbearance and. And really, there there is a discipline required in relationships. There is a a need, as you say, Cass, to do the work. So that there's that willingness in this to kind of see the dark or the shadow side of your partner. You know that that part that leaves the toilet seat up and drives you crazy, and yet you still love them anyway. Um, you know what I mean? That kind of energy of just like, right, okay, I'm not just going to flip off the handle about these small things because I'm sure there's stuff that I do that creates tension. Um, no, my husband could it's- probably deliver <coughs> a massive list. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's being there and the willingness to, to continue and, and, and not just with intimate relationships, but any relationship where there's equality, business partners, um, close friends, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think uh, the Pluto piece is, it's not like Neptune where it's Hollywood fantasy, fairy tale. Uh, mm. Pisces, uh, sorry, uh, Pluto is the warts and all. So it always reminds me of the toilet paper and toothpaste scenario (laughs) so there's this i don't know you've obviously heard this kel the the toothpaste and toilet paper yeah Yeah, i'm like i know you know where i'm going going. yeah so it's the little (laughs) things okay where you either agree to disagree which way you like the toilet paper on the holder or um you know but it's being aware that we all have our own little intricacies and little things that we can you know let's face it like relationships always drive us nuts at some level but the pluto yeah um and venus in this you know these two signs scorpio and capricorn they're the real kind of no bullshit signs of our zodiac and so it's like this is what it is you accept it and we work with it or you choose not to it's kind of really confronting but clarifying and that's where we can really get this you know you come out the other side come out of the other side of this aspect and then it's like the then it's the kiss and makeup stuff you kind of get stronger after you know everybody's there for the the nice times but not everybody's there for the less pleasant times and that's what really makes relationships whether they're personal professional or a little bit more on the platonic side everyone's there when the champagne's flowing but what happens when it dries out you know that's kind of where our relationships do get that little bit of a Pluto test or a little bit of a Pluto, mm, okay, what's mm. really real here? And sometimes too, at the time of year that this is occurring, it also might kind of give you that little bit of a perspective around the relationships that are, are in your life and how you want mm. to carry those through into 2019 or not. Yep. And it reminds me too, like that, you know, I I often talk to clients about this and this was a wisdom that was given to us when we first got married is to have contracts in your life. 
um, have contracts in your relationship where you say, right, you're going to take the garbage out and, and you're going to clean the bathrooms up to, you know, who will, you know, how you'll treat each other, you know, the, what's important for each of you. Yeah. And it could be, you know, a good time of, at the beginning of the year to start that, to do that, you know. Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn will love that deep structure of being able to do that. And then I think as well to what you were saying, Cass, yeah. as well, is that Venus in Scorpio values loyalty. It values trust and it values mm. all those deep things that can come with this. So just knowing that you can be your worst possible person at times and you're someone's still there to support you. Um, so I feel like this could be one of those kind of aspects that describes that situation. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it's the aspect that will take us through the weekend. So it will definitely add a level of depth or intensity to, you know, encounters with other people in general. That idea of either just showing up and being a little bit more vulnerable, being a little bit more open, or, you know, Venus in Scorpio is so much about like showing how you feel by, uh, I think Jodie Foster has this placement and she says, mm. you know, love people and stay beside them. And I think for the people that are important to you, whether that's a friend, a family member or a lover, this Venus Pluto aspect is very much about showing your loyalty by being there or being supportive in whatever way, you know, is appropriate. But it's definitely about the showing up piece. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah a friend so in need kind of, a friend in need is a yeah. friend indeed absolutely um so any more astro thoughts for this week gals because i know it's a slightly lower key week on the astrology hmm. well we've got uh where does the moon go for the week so it kind of ends up in libra doesn't it so we've got that kind of nice after the Venus Pluto vibes that we sort of have that nice uh, harmonizing impact of the moon in Libra as the week sort of winds up so you know that can kind of balance things out after a little bit of intensity potentially yeah yeah which will be lovely yeah. and before any that, final thoughts from you leash yeah oh, just that you know adding into that before that it actually travels through virgo and for me that's always a productive time for me um so i'm just thinking you know we've you know, i've got a week off work hubby's got some time off work so we're going to be getting some garden projects done and getting some things done around the house like clearing out storage so that moon in virgo vibe so that's the 28 29th here in Australia anyway, um, will be a kind of, you know, I think it's late 27th, 28th, 29th. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of harnessing that energy to just get through the to-do list and tick everything off. Fantastic. Yeah, Moon in Virgo is definitely productive, good for housework, good for that, some of that, like, more practical stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... I do we have any? Do we want to make any announcements in this episode, or do we want to save them for the next episode? Oh, let's unleash! Let's unleash our plans upon the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, having a moment. <laughs> having a moment. So we have just literally a few hours before we recorded this episode, uh, finalised the details for our first Water Trio live event, which will be happening in person in Sydney on Wednesday, January thirtieth. 7 30 p.m in crow's nest 
the three of us will be together in person. We're doing a live event where we'll be discussing the astrology of 2019, including tips on how to balance the astrology energies for the year ahead. We kind of have a bit of a tug of war between Jupiter and Sagittarius and Saturn in Capricorn. Mm. So we're going to decode that for any of you who would like to connect in person and tickets will have a link for tickets available uh, via all our social media channels very, very shortly, probably by the time you're listening to this, actually. So we hope that you can join us in person in Sydney. Yay, it'll be like old times for the Water Trio, plus some extra people (laughs) sharing in the fun. We would love to, yeah, yeah, share some astrology with with you guys and connect in person. So uh, I always, I keep coming back to a dear astrology friend of ours, Austin's, a quote that he gave in a, yes, (laughs) I think there's a bit of a lag. Hopefully I can hear you fine, Kels. So I think Lishi's just lagging. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I keep coming back to you know a phrase that Austin shared a while ago in a live podcast event that we did, um, where he said, you know, in this time of Uranus in Taurus, uh, a radical act is actually showing up in person, mm. and so that's kind of what we're looking to create is that in person connected experience you know, conversation, cup of tea, maybe a glass of wine and a bit of an exploration of the astrological skies for 2019. Which will be wonderful so, Taurus energy, that real connection and groundedness and maybe a bit of food. Yes. <laughs> cake. Be, it'll Must be great. Must be cake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's true. There will have to be cake. The three of us do love our cake, so we might share our obsession with cake with you Maybe all. even some of our recipes. Uh, <laughs> That yes, you've made famous yes. now, oh Kel, some of the old Cass yeah, recipes. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, but you, the recipe came from you, Cass. It's okay. Uh, I, I'm, so, I might be a cancer and I cling to some things, but my recipes I give freely away. <laughs> you give freely away. This is fantastic. So Thank cake God. and conversation <laughs> in Crow's Nest in Sydney. Uh, yeah, but I guess that's probably it for this week. And we will be back again next week. Anything else you guys want to share or uh, mention as we're wrapping up? Yeah, well, my uh, 2019 astrology ebook, the horoscopes for 2019, is now available. Um, so that, that's chugging along really nicely, getting some wonderful feedback on that. So you could pick that up over at CassandraTindall.com. So it's uh, a PDF download, all 12 signs for 2019. Yay. Excellent. Yeah, excited. How about you, Lishi? Um, I'm actually running a workshop on the fifth Saturday, the 5th of January for those in the Sunshine Coast. It's a face-to-face one. I'm running it with Julia Friend, who's a yoga teacher, and Nat Delaforce, who's an art therapy. Oh, wow. Um, um, I don't know, art therapist. That's what it is. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so we're running it here in beautiful Palmwoods on the Sunshine Coast. Um, and yeah, it's just a really a focus on 2019, the year ahead, and helping you set intentions. So it's body, yoga, mind, astrology, and heart art therapy. So we've just been working on that the last few days. So yeah, you can book your tickets to that. Just pop on to my website, futurefrequency.com.au to book in. Cool. Excellent. And I realized for our listeners in the States, I should give them a heads up that I will be teaching a workshop in Seattle on oh, cool. 
January the 12th, Saturday, January 12th. I'm doing an all-day workshop through the Washington Astrology Association there uh, on relationship astrology. So we'll be 10 till 4 in Puget Sound, the Yacht Club there, I think. It's such a Neptunian location right on the water. Uh, So if anyone is local to Seattle or can get to Seattle, the tickets are available for that via the WASA website. And if you need more info, you get stuck, just shoot me an email. Uh, excellent. But have a very Merry Christmas. Yay, everyone. Merry everyone, Christmas. Whatever safe, you're celebrating. A safe yes. and happy festive season. Excellent. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.